You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's 11 o'clock at night. It's dark. You're sitting in front of the mirror getting ready for bed. There's nobody else in the house. You see something move in the corner of your eye. You glance to your right, but you don't see anything. Another minute goes by, and you think you see movement again. So you slowly turn to your left, but again, the room is empty. You turn back around, and staring you face to face in the mirror is a cat. You jump back, because you don't have a cat, and there's no cat in the room. But there he is, staring at you in the mirror. Welcome to Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week, we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Now, step into the supernatural world of pets with your Paranormal Pets ghostly host, Brandy Stark. Hello and welcome to Paranormal Pets. I am your host, Brandy Stark. And on this day, we are here at Philippi Park in Safety Harbor. I have my Paranormal Pugs, Achilles and Odysseus with me, and we are going to check out the Haunted Midden. We're going to find out if it's haunted or not. So, bear with. This will be one of those live action type of uh, events, so you'll get some background noise and there's people. And I think there's a wedding going on, <laughs> so... We're going to see how this goes. We will be right back after these messages. Now, time for something really scary. A word from our sponsors. Paranormal pets will reappear before you can say Bigfoot. Don't run away. is a 105 lean pounds of happy dog for life because she gets fed Dynavite and Licko Chops. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite for your dog this week. We'll send you a bottle of Licko Chops free. New, improved Licko Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E. And now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Licko Chops. Free this week at Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Did you hear that? Our commercials have mysteriously disappeared. Paranormal Pets is back with our haunted host, our ghost host, Brandy Stark. And welcome back to Paranormal Pets. I am your host, Brandy Stark. I am accompanied by two handsome gentlemen. Paranormal Pug and uh, SPPI Spirits members, Odysseus and Achilles. We are here at Philippi Park. Philippi Park is, uh, as I talked about with the last episode, I was bought by, I believe, well, was bought by Pinellas, right? Pinellas County around 1949. It is a historic preserve that actually has a Native American midden in it. The Togabagan Indians, or Togabagan, depending on how you want to say that, were the indigenous population here, and this is essentially their temple mound. 
In the 1990s, I actually heard about a legend that the Temple Mound is haunted by either the chief or the shaman, who allegedly still ascends the mound even today. And of course, there's a secondary urban legend that St. Petersburg and Pinellas are protected from hurricanes due to the Native American presence, such as the one here at Philippi Park. So for today's episode, we are going to walk the mound and see what kind of reaction the pugs have. The uh, boys have both turned 11, so they, they're getting to be a little bit mature, but uh, still very excited to be here. Still enjoying the exercise, and it is a beautiful Florida day uh, with a high of 79. We are getting a cold front, and it is a bit windy. But nonetheless, this is the time to be here. And we are slowly but surely making our way to the Midden. If you've never been to Safety Harbor, uh, it is an absolutely gorgeous park. Some really beautiful, beautiful landscape and animals and trees. I've got a nice little squirrel up here. So, Philippi Park is named for uh, Odette Philippi, who was one of the original settlers in this area. And uh, he had a citrus plantation here. Any luck? Uh, no, there wasn't any to go there, but we were just talking that we think it probably was my friend who died coming to the wedding. Oh, really? Yeah, because he had died like, what, four months before the wedding? Four or five months. He died in November, the wedding was January. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, you want to tell your story as long as I'm recording? Yeah. All right, so this is Dawn, who's a member of SPPI, Spirits of St. Petersburg, and she's got an interesting story about Safety Harbor. We were at a wedding of a friend, and we had had a very good friend, close friend of ours pass away November of that year before. The wedding was in January. We were all standing around taking pictures at the big tree. Yeah. The spaghetti tree is what I call it. And in the pictures, we caught an unknown blue orb. So bright that it was almost the color of the sky in one little circle. And if we took two, we took a set of pictures. Two of these pictures prior, it wasn't there. The third picture, it was there. You could see it starting to come into the frame. By the fourth picture, it's fully noticeable. Wow. When we blew up the picture, it, you could actually see almost like a face inside cool. of it. We've taken several pictures at the tree since. We haven't, I just took some more. We didn't see it again, so we really believe that maybe it was our friend coming to the wedding because he was very close to all of us and the people who got married, they were like brother and sister. And so, and he was actually, we put a picture of him at the wedding altar when they got married just so he could be in the wedding. So they actually had a picture of him there. He's shown up in many places since. And my friend of mine went to see John Edwards Mm -hmm. And he actually came through in her reading because we had just done a celebration of his life. And he came oh. through saying that he was there and he saw everybody singing for him and doing the celebration of his life because he was a musician. And so, yeah, so that's my Safety Harbor story. And you just walked the mound? Yes. Any luck? The boys said they saw an arrowhead, but I'm not too I sure did. if it was an arrowhead. You did see one? Yeah. Do you, you want to show Miss Brandy? We can walk. Do you want to walk the mound with me one yeah. more time? Do you want to walk it with us? So you can show where you saw the arrowhead? I saw a ghost in me and walking over the hill. A ghost in you. I did! I'm almost. Hey, Mom! There is nothing to see in the No skateboarding. Alright, so go to but the But it says, it doesn't say no pugs, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> they're so they're coming. Guys, according to the story, there's a homeless man that lived in the house right behind me. It's abandoned. Okay. He got hit by a train one night. You know, corn rain. <laughs> Supposedly, he was haunting the houses 
around the area. Well, one night, me and my friends would be sitting outside. Our phones would go completely dead. It'd be no wind or whatsoever, but the wind chimes off my house and start moving. Crickets oh, wow. start going, and then silence. I never went there. I never went there. She's never been there. She's never been there. I forgot money one night. I'm like, hey, Don, you gotta come with me to my house. She's like, oh, it's my first time. Wouldn't even walk in my house. Wow. My, she asked me if my son slept in his room. No. Because he's standing by the window. So. I said, Aaron, <laughs> who's the guy standing in your bedroom? <laughs> what do you mean? Who's the homeless guy in your room? How'd you know that? I didn't know anything, but who's the guy standing in your room? She goes, my son won't even go in that room. He won't sleep in there or nothing. I said, yeah, well, yeah, because... Somebody's in there. Somebody's in there. Oh, wow. She goes, there was a guy... I said, yeah, the guy was killed on the railroad tracks, like... 40 years ago. She oh, goes, wow. how did you know that? I'm like, you just told me. You know, what's interesting is I think the last time we were here, it was all down here. It's all like, it's almost like you can see them, like the Indians kind of like doing their daily, like whatever, you know? Because they say that down here was like, the, um, like down there was like the town center for the tribe where they had all their like little, but here was like where the families would eat, would cook, would. The villages. The villages, yes. Because if you're walking down below, mm -hmm. like up here you're not going to feel it as much, but if you walk down the paths down below, like into the trees and stuff, okay, you get kind of like that... Energy. That en Yeah, that vibe. Okay. You know, and when it comes to burial grounds, you really can pick up on... Anybody can, because it's so full of all that okay. energy and stuff. So I usually, when I want to just kind of walk down, we okay. go down on that level. Okay. And then there's like paths down there. All right. You walk in the trees that way. And I do believe the burial ground is that way. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see if we can find it and uh, try to stop by your spaghetti tree on the way. Yes. I took pictures. Let me see if there's anything that can't even have a chance to look at. It. Well, uh, thanks for bearing with anyway. But yeah, so when we took the pictures, it was like over, like it was like, it was so unusual. Odd. Because yeah. there's no reason for a big blue ball of whatever to even be there because it was, there was four o'clock in the afternoon, just like it was now. Mm -hmm. Actually the same time of day. Yes, it was the same time of day, I remember it. And it was like right, Neat. huge. It like filled up the whole, like it started, the first picture was not that big, but by the second picture I got, it filled up this whole space. It was huge, it was huge. Neat. Like I looked around to see if there was like a, a, a sun chime or a, you know, a car. I, I even like looked to see why is that there? And it just didn't make any sense. Uh, that wow. was really cool. All right. Yep. All well, right we're going to start down the walk in just a minute. We'll yes. be right back after these messages. Now, time for something really scary. A word from our sponsors. Paranormal pets will reappear before you can say Bigfoot. Don't run away. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years. 
If you have a pet product or service you would like to promote, give us a call. We can help create awareness for your brand on TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Feel free to reach me directly at 619-414-9307 or learn more on our website at whitegatepr.com or follow us on Facebook. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Did you hear that? Our commercials have mysteriously disappeared. Paranormal Pets is back with our haunted host, our ghost host, Brandy Stark. Okay, so we are descending the stairs with the pugs, going down the mound. We're going to follow Don's advice and see if we can find anything on the other side. Am I able to get through? Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on through. Oh, sorry. All right. Come on. Come on, boys. Let's go. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And as we go down, it's still a zero EMF. We got to pass by a wedding party. And we are descending to the bottom level. Still zero EMF. Hogtails are still up. We're walking along the bottom here of the midden. I'm going to stop and take a couple quick shots. So this is the area that Don suggested the Native Americans probably were doing kind of daily life activities. The last time we were here, this seemed to be the area of higher activity as well. The EMF remains zero, but since I'm kind of alone for a minute, I will ask if anybody is present with us, if they can make the meter spike, if they can indicate that they are present. Make the needle go to the right. We had it go to the right. Are you Odette Philippi? If the answer is yes, can you make the meter go to the right, please? Are you a Native American? Are you Toga Vegan? Oh, I had a small spike on that. Are you the chief? Are you the shaman? Are you a villager? Can you confirm that you're still with us, please? If the answer is yes, can you make that needle move to the right? And I got a spike. Is there a message that you want to pass on? Oh, pugs are still in good spirits. You're not scaring them. Do you like the pugs? Do you recognize the pugs? Are you happy here? Are you still present with us? Again, if the answer is yes, can you make the needle move to the right, please? Can you make it move more to the right? That was too small for me to really register. Are you still present? And I got a spike. There's no message that you want to pass on. Do you just want us to know that you're here? I got a spike. Do you interact with people here? Do you simply exist here? Do you do your daily life here? Small spike. Were you part of the village? Were you part of the grove? The citrus grove that was here? Are you a settler? Are you indigenous? Did you come from this area? Are you still present with us right now? Again, if you're present, can you make this move to the right? I got a spike. Huh. Well, this is interesting. So we may have uh, somebody with us, but perhaps somebody who's not terribly communicative. Pugs are not deterred. So we're gonna start walking forward. And just in case you're curious, those are pug noises. They're typical. People think the pugs are growling, and it's not true. They're just noisy. We've got squirrels above us. You can hear them. I think somebody's having a, a little tiff up there. Uh, we're going up a level. The EMF is... Oh, I've got a small spike. I'm not sure why. We're heading over to the spaghetti tree that Don mentioned. Get a couple pictures. Here's another little four-legged friend over there. This is an interesting old tree. 
there's a little more EMF over here. And there's certainly more people moving around. Pugs are undeterred. Looking around, they're still in good spirits. Is there anybody present with this right now? If the answer is yes, can you make this EMF meter spike, please? Make it move to the right. No response. Although my camera is giving me a difficult time here today. It seems like I have to turn it on and off every time I want to take a picture, which is interesting. And as you can hear, there's people getting their pictures taken around here. The EMF is a little more elevated over here, but it's so, so minor that really there's not much here. So we're going to walk around the spaghetti tree, which is a really, really cool tree. It looks like it's an oak, but it has actually grown onto the ground as this beautiful branch that comes up and grows into this gorgeous old tree. I'm not quite sure what kind it is, really, but it is an interesting one to look at. So we're going to take a couple more shots. Pugs are still normal. I think they're ready to go. <laughs> They've had a, a big enough day. Got some lovely birds in the background. And even though it says do not climb the tree, there is a family with kids climbing the tree. So I guess at this point, since humanity has invaded, we will go ahead and make our exit from the mound area. I will have to examine uh, any photos and possible footage and see if we got anything at all. I think the pugs are going to be home taking a nap pretty soon. They are still in good spirits, tail up. Not showing any real fear, just really kind of enjoying a nice, cool afternoon walk. So with that, I will try to give you any concluding results that we get next episode. I thank you for your patience. These live action episodes are always a little more difficult to do, but at least we had uh, a little interaction. I do wonder about the entity perhaps at the base of the mound where we did consistently get response to, you know, is there anybody here? Even if we didn't get much data, a potential villager. Pugs were okay with it. Didn't really recognize the pugs, but what can you do? And uh, with that, we are moving back to the car. So we are going to conclude this episode of Paranormal Pets. Thank you for listening. Thank you for bearing with. And uh, please support rescues. Don't forget to support your rescue organizations. If you'd like more information on this, uh, it will probably be posted on the Urban Legends page. Uh, you can go to sppipinellas.net and there will be a link to this page there. Thank you. Happy haunting. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.